Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Keeping It Real with Camera. As we say 100, I have Riggs on the line. Hey, Riggs, how are you? Uh, hi, Camel. It's a beautiful Saturday on Memorial Day weekend. Yes, yes. So do you have anything planned for Memorial Weekend? Well, I'm seeing the new Top Gun, of course. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see that. Like, like everybody's telling me they were like, I'm going to see the Top Gun. And I'm like, I need to go see that. <laughs> I need to go see that because it's supposed to be super good. The way they show, like, the, the, um, the trailer, it's going to be, like, amazing, you know? Well, the original was kind of corny, but I think this one is, is good. I think it's going to be really good. Right. I hope so. So you have a lot going on. Like, you know, you are a tech executive. So what made you become a tech executive? Uh, I'm a tech executive who got lost in the water industry. That's the interesting part. <laughs> so but to tell you a little bit about, you know, how, how I got into tech, you know, I, I was raised an international brat. My dad was, was running companies all over, you know, the Caribbean and Europe. And then, um, and then I got involved in the nonprofit space for about 10 years. And I was, I did a, a number of things, but finally I landed in New York City in 1982 and I really felt that the world was about to explode for technology. Mm-hmm. And so I launched a company at that time, which was, you know, uh, about the toughest thing I've ever done because, you know, imagine starting with no money and having a payroll of 12 people in New York City every two weeks. It was like, oh, kill me now. uh, I was not doing so much as tech. I was doing slavery is what I was really doing. But um, what I did learn from it was that, um, you know, there's a tremendous amount that can be done. And um, what really turned me on was finally in the 90s when – Computers started being used for communication, not just computing, right? Right. Because in the 80s, we weren't really communicating computer to computer. Um, we, were, we were, you know, doing general ledger, and we were doing, you know, uh, uh, basically a glorified abacus work, right? Yeah. Well, when it turned into a communication vehicle, I think that changed the world. And we're still, I think, um, absorbing what came out of all that. Um, and, and, you know, good and bad, there's, there's good parts and bad parts, but uh, I think overall it's a tremendous engine for making things change. Um, I had a wonderful time in the dot-com, um, you know, learned how to do that disruptive high-speed marketing that high-tech does, um, and in the, by the year, uh, well, by 2006, I felt I was ready to become a CEO. Mm-hmm. And so I called up a fund because, you know, you want to talk to the money people. And I said, I'd like to be a CEO. And I said, yeah, you can be, but uh, we're not going to do tech. We're doing green. We're doing algae. Mm-hmm. And you're going to start a company that's in the algae industry for making fuel, green fuel out of algae. And I was like, okay. And it so happened that uh, I have a brilliant inventor brother who, who had uh, some technology that we could use. And we launched a company. And it, I, had, Carmel, I had the best time. It was, you know, I was a darling of all the media back when we had mainstream media, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I, I was, you know, it was a lot of fun, very fast, very exciting. And then um, the oil industry discovered fracking. And the price of oil went from $120 all the way down to 50 and below. And that's when we know, you know what, um, I don't think we're going to make any biofuels from algae in 
soon. What do we do? And remember, I had a public company. I had, still have a couple of shareholders. And so it wasn't just like, oh, well, we'll just do something else. It was like, no, I had investors. And what we finally realized was that we could use the technology we had for uh, harvesting algae to literally clean up dirty water. And, you know, there's so much dirty water in the world. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. We ended up going into that space. And... Uh, but then we, I found out that it's, you know, people talk a lot about how clean water is important. They really don't know, don't need to know the details about sewage. That's not what they're into, right? Um, and the, the, the sewage is that, that, that concrete plant down by the river that processes nasty stuff. And they don't, wait on, they don't want to know. So I had a hard time, first of all, getting visibility for my company doing this. And secondly... The water industry itself was resistant to change, and I started working on, well, how do we do something disruptive like we did in the tech industry? So ever since then, I've been, you know, for the last eight years, I've been working to transform the water industry as if it was part of the tech industry. Oh, that is super awesome, because you're so right that people don't want to know about what's going on with the water situation because there's a lot of sewage and a lot of dirty water out here. And so for someone to be in the water industry, which is great to help us out so we can have clean water, because a lot of people, you know how they be drinking, like, from the sink, right? So so don't you feel like that's, like, the most nastiest thing to do is to drink from a sink unless you filter it out? No, you're absolutely right. You know, I like to say that the water we drink in America is not going to kill you right away, right? Mm-hmm. In other words, it's, it's got toxins, but these are long-term toxins now. The rest of the world, there are big people do, you know, there's like more like a, more than a billion cases a year of really nasty diarrhea from dirty water, and it's mostly not in America. I mean, in America we have ponds with lead and stuff like that, but, but people don't literally get sick from the water on the spot. And that's not enough. We need to have better water. And here's the additional thing that's going on is that people are starting to realize they need to make sure that they are taking care of their water, not relying on the city or whatever. Um, And as part of this overall light to safety that we're seeing where people are leaving the big cities, they really got accelerated by COVID, um, Mm -hmm. and they're they're moving into communities where they want to actually have control over their water and that probably is a, a trend that's only going to increase from here on out. Right. So where is inflation going and what are the threats of it? The threats on, on, on the water? Yeah. The, well, okay. So, well, first of all, there are really three major problems. The first problem, as you said, is the incoming water is often not clean enough. And, um, and not only that, you think you're going to get all the water you need until the day you don't. So you need to think about, well, what happens if the water supply um, dries up and what do I do? So there's that. Um, the second part is treating the water that is polluted by industry, by agriculture, and by people. And in the world overall, only 20% of the sewage is actually treated. The rest is thrown out. In, into rivers and oceans and the ground. And so that is a big problem. 
a place where there's not good sewage service, then you're going to have to think about how do you take care of it yourself. And the third big problem is recycling. We have this big problem in Northern California with not enough water. But meanwhile, we don't recycle, you know. Um, Israel recycles almost 90% of their water. Um, the next, the second runner-up in the world is Spain with 20%. Mm-hmm. U.S. is at 1%. We don't recycle. We just throw it out. And, and then we say, oh, we don't have any water. So what, what you have to do, I think, is take is, is get some recycling. But you're not going to recycle the water if you just let it the city treat because they won't recycle it. Yeah. You, more and more people are taking responsibility for their own water um, purification, their water treatment, and their water recycling. It's primarily a business trend. But also communities, human communities like uh, like uh, housing developments and trailer parks and so forth mm-hmm. are paying attention to the water problem and doing something about it. And the technology is good enough that they can actually do it, you know, at a reasonable expense. And we have made it possible for people not to have to put out a lot of money up front, but just pay on the meter just as if they were paying the city. So that's our big, uh, that's our big differentiator is is we are making it possible for people to essentially pay us as if we were the utility and they get uh, water independence. Right, but, you know, most people don't want that independence. They want to make, they blame it on the city for, like, things that goes on with grinding water, you know, the, you, you know, the, the meter and all that stuff, you know. So how, so they blame it on the city only because they don't want the responsibility of taking care of their own responsibility, you know? Sure. Now, you got, as I said, you, you, with, with human communities, you have a trend away from the big city. Uh, in fact, my wife and I moved from Los Angeles mm-hmm. to here in Florida in 2020 and because we wanted to be, feel we were more in control of, of our destiny. Now, we're lucky to, we have, we have, we're in a new, a new construction and we have, you know, sewage and so forth. But um, increasingly developers are looking at ways to locate housing communities in Florida, Texas, the Carolinas, and Georgia, which are major destinations for uh, people leaving Chicago and New York, for example. Um, and they can buy land a lot, lot cheaper if they locate away from a sewage line. Right. So now... What, what they're looking for is like, okay, um, what if what if I just had a self-contained system that took care of the, that dirty water and I didn't have to send it to the city? Um, and I may even be able to just not have to get the water from the city in the first place. That's starting to happen. People are, are looking at those solutions. And it's no longer as crazy as it once was. You know, COVID really taught us that the, the, the preppers weren't raw. You know, the people getting ready for for, you know, not on toilet paper, well, maybe they were right. And right. Um, and so we need to start thinking about those things. Right, right. So I was looking in your bio, and I wanted to know, um, is water the new gold? Well, it is the new gold. Here's why. Um, until recently, until we came along, investors could not profit from water equipment in other words, um, you know, they can profit from investing in an oil well. Well, why can't they invest in a water system like an oil well? And we are the first to have done that, where people can invest their money, 
and they have um, they're investing in productive water equipment that is being used mostly for business and agriculture. And they get a royalty just as if it was an oil well, except it's water. It's so cool, right? So we basically turned water into a productive asset. That's that's the big the big, the big change. Wow. Yeah, because you know water is very important, and, and that's great that you're trying to do something different for people, you know. And um, is it, so what is your what is your vision now? Like moving forward from here on, what is your your new vision or what you want to do with the water? Well, so um, it's become a major trend that look, let, let's, uh, most of the water usage, about eighty plus percent. 87% usually is business and agriculture. So that's where you're going to make the big change. Um, and what's happening to these uh, businesses is that the cities are saying, look, we don't have the capacity to treat your water because you know, the federal government's no longer funding us, et cetera, et cetera. And so uh, let's say you have a brewery and you're starting to sell a lot of beer, and all of a sudden the city says, well, we can't take your wastewater. And what are you going to do? Well, you end up building your own water treatment system on site. Um, and we help that, that brewery or that business make it happen in a way that they don't have to pay up front. We, get, we have our investors, wonderful investors, and they invest in this program called Water on Demand. And through Water on Demand, we're able to let that brewery have a, a million-dollar system for nothing up front. Just sign on the dotted line and yeah. you pay by the gallon, right? And that is a tremendous, uh, uh, look, a brewery is not in the business of treating water, they're in the business of making beer. Right. And so, and so they would like to have a, a, an arrangement that's very similar to what they already had with um, the municipality. And if the city's not going to do it, the ideal thing is to replace exactly that. So our water demand program enables people to um, invest in a tangible asset, which is water, treatment systems that are generating uh, income and they get um, a residual, they get a royalty from that that lasts for you know decades. Uh, and a lot like, as I said, it's a lot like the oil wells that are um, put up with investor money and the investors get their royalties for, for life. So that's, that's super exciting and people, when they finally hear like, wait, I can invest in water as an asset, they go, yeah, uh, yeah. because you know, you make a lot of money from investing in oil, but it doesn't exactly help the planet. Right, right. right. Is you're so super right. So how can people find out more information about what you're doing, and or if they want to get involved, or if they want to sign something, be a part of some like the investments or whatever? How can they be a part of that or get in contact with you? Okay, so right now they can. Um, Go to originclear.com and sign up. I do a weekly briefing uh, on Zoom and um, basically to keep them up to speed and just join that on Thursday night. Um, if right now, to invest in programs, you have to be what's called accredited, which means you have to have a certain income minimum. But this summer, we will be launching an unaccredited investor offering where people who do not have a lot of money can put in $500 or $1,000, and they should stay tuned because it's going to happen soon. And at that point, everyone's going to be helping make, make water better in the world. Awesome, Rick. You're so great. You know, 
because I want good water myself, <laughs> okay? I might have to be signing that dotted line myself, okay? <laughs> because water, is, like you said, water is very important, and I want, you know, things to be better, have clean more water, clean everything because, you know. But so can, how can people, um, are you on Instagram, Facebook, or you have a website that people can go to? 100%. So originclear.com, and they, they should sign up uh, to get on the list, and they should listen to my briefings because we are the most transparent public company in America. We Every week we tell all. We tell you everything that's going on, and uh, you can find out day-to-day what's happening. And then um, there's also at the top right of the website, there's a green invest button, um, which people can click on. Uh, we're also on Facebook under Origin Clear, um, Instagram, all that stuff, of course. Uh, LinkedIn, and uh, I think the best thing to do is to jump onto the website and become part of my uh, list of 30,000 closest friends that I have, and um, when you see one of my newsletters, if you hit reply, it goes into my inbox. I It's not, a, it's not an auto-reply, it's me, and I love to hear from everyone, and uh, I, I welcome people saying, hey, what's up, I got a question, and uh, I'll be happy to answer that is awesome because sometimes when you go on the website, it goes, it, I get back with you in 24 hours or 72 hours. It's good that you respond back to people because a lot of communication is, is very, very good for people because they want to know the answer right then and there or they also want to reply to them. So I, I feel like that's a very good thing that you're doing. Um, I think you're you're doing awesome in what you're doing, what you got going on, and I'm so glad that I finally got to talk to you, which my voice is gone, but I, I hope everybody can hear me. But um, I didn't <laughs> I didn't even know you was in Florida. What part of Florida are you in? I didn't even know that I'm, Flo- I'm in Florida. So, like, what part of Florida are you in right now? We moved to uh, Clearwater, Florida, um, on the West Coast, and it's beautiful, a beautiful day. And uh, um, we managed to catch the home buying thing before it became insane. Right, right. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, you know, it is really too bad that, that the prices are rocketing up. And, um, but, you know, we, we're, we're happy we're here. My wife has a small um, homeschooling operation, and actually most of her clients moved along with us. So she kind of, she kind of transported her, her kids over here, and she's happy. So... It's very, very nice. We, we have no complaints. We're, you know, at one time I might have said, hey, it's not, I'm like, it's not, you know, hip enough or whatever. Like, these days I don't, I'm not worried about hip. I'm worried about hip. <laughs> exactly, you know, exactly. The world, maybe, right? Yes, the world is changing. Price is going up. you got to find somewhere that you know that you're going to be really happy with. Um, I've been in Florida for seven years, and I love it. So I'm not going to I'm not going to change I'm in I'm in the Orlando area the Orlando area, so I I love it here. So other than that, hey, but it's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having time with me, and I just want you to enjoy your Memorial weekend. And um, anybody that's listening, please contact um, Riggs. He's a very great person, as you see. He knows more about water than anybody. He's an expert of water, okay? So definitely contact him and the rigs again. I say I thank you uh, for um, being up here with me, and stay safe and keep being blessed. Caramel, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. I love talking to you. Keep up the good work, okay? All right. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.